everybody and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt and I'm your host. On today's episode, we're asking the question, how did the world wheel get so screwed up? So I'm going to describe this, I guess, metaphor or analogy of the world as a wheel with many spokes. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, talk a little bit about how do you stay in your uh, your own spoke, so not let other people kind of influence you unduly and not, and not you do the same for somebody else. And we're going to talk about two different worldviews that are kind of showing up in life today and ask you to choose which one of those do you want. And from there, I'm going to give you some tips or strategies. You may want to write them down, although I would highly recommend that you just choose one, if not two, of these to work on. Uh, and, and really the essence of what we're trying to get you to do today is really examine how can you operate from a place of more wholeness and help others be more whole in that, in that process. So rather than trying to make everybody in your, in your sphere, um, you know, look like, think like, be like you and make the same choices, how can you respect, honor, and love them, uh, as they are very different from you. Okay. Enjoy. All right, so we're all in this thing called life together. So what I do affects you, and what you do affects me. So if you think about life as a wheel, uh, you can look at a bicycle wheel, right? So you've got the hub in the middle, and you've got all of these spokes that are coming out from the hub, and you've got the actual you know, inner tube that helps you go along. So I look at life as the whole tire, but each person makes up their own spoke. Okay. So, you know, in this analogy, obviously that tire would have to be absolutely huge. Right. Um, but if, if, you know, any spoke is unhealthy or hurting or broken, it affects the wheels ability to turn and get where it needs to go. So I think you can understand that we've got a lot of hurting, unhealthy, and broken people in our world, hence some of the world issues that we're having. I believe that, you know, our, our world wheel is a bit off, right? Um, lots of, of spokes are not only hurting and, and broken, but they feel like doing their own thing. Um, they have this notion that, uh, you know, the things that I do or my way or my opinion is the only way. And therefore, um, they're an individual spoke that wants to be the whole wheel. And I also believe that we can work together to come into wholeness as the whole wheel. So we're, we're all, um, uh, you know, we have a, a calling to be personally responsible for our individual spoke. Okay. Nobody can, uh, live your life for you. Nobody's going to die for you, right? They're not going to die your death. They're not going to live your life. Your spoke is your responsibility. And the way that you handle your spoke helps the wheel. And you can't just say the spoke next to you, Hey, this is how you should do life and try to, you know, overtake their life. You can't live their life or die their death for them. You can only do that for yourself. So it doesn't mean that we do this with 
uniformity, okay? Each spoke, now obviously on an actual bicycle wheel, each spoke is the same, right? Obviously you have uniformity. Um, but in this thing called life, each spoke is actually very different. Now you're going to have some things that are the same. Like for example, everybody wants to be safe. Everybody wants to be secure. Everybody wants to love and be loved, be acknowledged, be noticed. Like there's certain things that are a human need. That makes up the basis of your spoke. But everything else and how you do all of that is up to you. I love the idea of unity through diversity. So it would be kind of be like if I were to paint each individual spoke in that wheel a different color. It would be absolutely beautiful. It would not be uniform, but it would be united with diversity. So think about it this way. We each have different skills and strengths, right? Um, I, I'm going to take a wild guess that the majority of our podcast listeners don't have your own podcast, right? So you're not showing up every day doing a podcast episode like I am, right? And nor should you, right? Unless that's what you're called to do. And hey, if, if that's what you're called to do and you want to start your own podcast, let me know. I, I've got a few tips I could share with you, okay? But the point is that we all have our own skills and strengths, we all have our own jobs and careers and callings in life, right? Uh, I, speaking as a, a, a teacher, it's very interesting because um, when I was in the classroom, I was, I was with very young children, um, usually ages three to seven. That was kind of the, the age that I worked with. And a lot of the parents, it was very interesting. They had very, you know, um, some of them were electricians and plumbers. Uh, others were firefighters and policemen. Uh, and still others worked within businesses and, and doctors and things like that. And it was interesting how many of them would come and say, oh my gosh, Michelle, I couldn't do what you do. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I couldn't go and be a surgeon. Are you kidding me? That's not my calling, right? So we all have our different callings. Um, we also, you know, hey, listen, we all celebrate holidays differently. We have a different culture. Culture is the way we do things, okay? Um, you can say, hey, I'm a, I'm just going to throw this out. I'm a Christian, and I celebrate Christmas this way. Well, you can go to the spoke next door, and you can say, hey, are you a Christian and celebrate Christmas? How do you celebrate? I can guarantee you there's going to be some similarities, and there's also going to be a lot of differences, Okay. Um, hey, you know, how you vote or whatever your political affiliation is. Uh, you know, you ask people and, and most people will tell you I'm, I'm this or I'm that or I'm the other. Um, some people will say I'm neither. Uh, some people are going to be like really, really involved and other people are like, yeah, no, I don't hardly think about that. Right. And again, that's up to you to decide. Another example is, do you take the COVID-19 vaccination or not? That, that, that's a yes or a no, but behind that is a whole world of, of things to discuss, right? But the point is that there's no one right way for all of the spokes of the wheel. All of those things that we just talked about, there's no one right way for everybody to do that, except there, there is one way that we all need to be concerned about, and that is the energy that you bring to the decision for all those things. Because that energy affects the whole wheel. 
All right, so let's talk about that for a minute. So um, let's use an example of voting, right? So whatever your political affiliation, again, this this podcast is not about Michelle's opinion or what Michelle thinks or believes. And quite frankly, you, you, if you want to know what I think or believe and you ask me, you're probably going to be very frustrated because very rarely do I ever share that with people only because it doesn't matter. <laughs> you have your own thoughts, your own opinions, your own beliefs, and that's what matters to you. So let's say that you vote a certain way, right? So, so you um, ha- have done your homework, you make your choice, and you know, this is, this is what I'm going to do, right? And you know, I'm voting for this person. And for some reason, you feel like if you go out and you tell other people, you know, whether it be outright or maybe passive aggressively, that they're dumb, um, they're ignorant, they're not a good Christian or Jew or a good person or a good citizen, right? You're damaging the whole wheel. Now, you, you think you're helping because if that, ju- if that person just made the right choice, why can't they see it the way that I see it? Why can't they just do the right thing? The whole world would be better if they just did what you thought was right. And what I'm saying is really that your, your blame, shame, judgment, comparisons, and guilt, that kind of an energy, it doesn't honor, respect, and value the other person. And the result every single time is that it affects our oneness and, our, and love for everyone in the wheel. So your energy matters more than the job that you do because you can go to a job and and you can be a good worker and have terrible energy and attitude. Um, It it doesn't matter. Your your energy matters more than how you celebrate holidays. Uh, You know, this past Christmas, of course we have our family traditions, right? Right before Christmas, all five of the the family of us uh, mysteriously came down with COVID. So therefore, uh, you know, Christmas was very different. So we didn't celebrate it like we normally did, but we still celebrated Christmas. Your energy matters more than who you vote for and what you put in your body. I I was talking to somebody recently and he was basically kind of, kind of, uh, shaming a lot of people in the choices that they were making with their diet. He has recently decided to go, um, uh, vegetarian, uh, which great. I'm, I'm all for that. Have, have at it, you know, totally get it. Um, but the way that he was shaming the group as he was talking to us was, I've made this choice. I don't know what's right, wrong with you that you haven't made this choice. Okay. That energy, first of all, is not going to win anybody to your quote unquote side. And secondly, it's going to alienate people. Therefore it's not on the side of love. So absolutely make choices for yourself. Absolutely tell people what your choices are and why and ask them questions, right? But once you move into that place of blame, shame, and judgment because they're not on your side or doing things the way that you are, now you're into a damaging energy, okay? Humans have this knack uh, for creating separation from each other. Okay. So, so much of our human condition, uh, and you know, the people that I work with in my life, and maybe even while you're listening to this podcast, we have a lot of pain and trauma, especially in relationships, right? If you think about any significant problem right now that's happening in your life, I guarantee you it has something to do with a relationship. 
I told that to a client the other day and they're like, yeah, Michelle, but I just have money problems. And they said, yeah, but where does your money problems come from? And really we backtracked it to, you know, he, he came from a very, very poor family. Um, you know, he was told all of these different uh, beliefs about money and about people who have money that were basically there to uh, separate him from having money or being with people who have money. For example, you know, he was uh, told in the church that people who have money are evil. And so here he is trying to build a successful business and he has a subconscious belief that people that make money are evil and he doesn't want to be evil. So his, his problem isn't that he can't make money. His problem is that within that relationship, somebody was telling him this is what money is and this is who it's for. And it was affecting him. However, we can also have a lot of healing and wholeness and restoration. So let me just ask you this. Uh, I'm going to give you two pictures, kind of worldviews. Which world would you like to live in and leave your children or grandchildren? Okay, so the first worldview is one of separation, judgment, blame, shame, guilt, racism, focus on right and wrong, and sin. Or what about this one? Unity, understanding, love, joy, peace, respect, community, and wholeness. Now, I'm pretty sure 100% of you are going to say the second one, right? If you say the first one, uh, email me. Let, let's chat. Okay. Uh, so of course we know that, right? But think about that the next time that you are posting or replying on social media. Are you promoting the first world vo- view by focusing on your choice and making people pick your choice? Or are you focusing on the second world view of love and wholeness and unity through diversity? So, you know, I I can hear you now. Okay, Michelle, I can think about that. But how do you create more wholeness? Well, there's several different things. So I'm going to give you a list. You can write them down if you want, but really just choose one or two of these to work on. So as I'm telling you, whichever one that kind of grabs your heart a little bit, start with that. So the first one is get to know new people. Okay. Um, There's nothing worse than kind of being stuck in the same group over and over and over again. You got to break out. You got to go meet new people, go out and network or go travel, see something different, um, watch a different kind of show on TV. Um, I told my husband this the other day, you know, I'm, I'm a person that I absolutely love watching shows that um, I probably don't agree with, you know, so like political shows I don't agree with or, um, you know, documentaries of things that, that I might not, not agree with or even align with in my life. But I love to because it shows me a different side and helps me value somebody who might not be living a life that I am. So meet new people. Um, honestly, the practice of forgiveness, that alone can help you become a more whole person, but it can also help you see other people as whole. Assuming noble intent, so just assuming that people are doing the very best that they can. Uh, you know, we all are. We're doing the best we can with what we have and what we know, and some people don't have and know what you do. Um, you know, do the work to really heal yourself. So if you know that you have hurts, you have habits, you have hangups, which we all do, um, 
you know, do the work. So what does that mean? Well, you know, you can do things like journaling and, um, you know, seeing a, a therapist or working with a coach, right? That's what a lot of my clients are doing. They're just working on different things that kind of pop up and, but do your work, get outside and connect to nature. You know, we're stuck inside all the time. And I'm telling you right now, I, I have not always been an outside girl. I do remember when I was younger, uh, you know, I was outside all the time, but it, it, I feel like in the last 10 years or so, I've just gotten used to being in my house and not really going outside. And if I did, it was just something to endure from the house to the car, the car to wherever I was going. But now I'm having such a better connection with nature, even to the point where yesterday I was doing a meditation. I, I went out and, and sat on my little deck here and it was almost at some point, like, I felt like my favorite tree was giving me a hug and the wind was just giving me a hug and I felt so loved and supported. And I know that that might sound wacky and woo woo, but I promise you, you know, get outside and enjoy some more time. Get, get barefooted, get your feet in the dirt. There's something magical that happens when you do that. Um, but search for love and sacredness and divinity wherever you go. Okay. We just did a podcast on that not too long ago. And then the last idea I think is assume love rather than danger. This takes a little bit of getting used to, but it's something that you can train yourself on. So for example, you know, I used to think as a speaker, I would walk out on stage, you know, in front of thousands of people and I would be nervous because, you know, I hope I say the right thing. I hope I don't screw up. Right. And now it's very different. Now I just assume everybody loves me and some people just don't know it yet. And even, even if I go through and, you know, there's people in the crowd who don't like me because let's face it, not a hundred percent of people are going to, that they just don't know that they don't love me yet. Eventually they'll figure that out. And I'm telling you, it just changes the perspective that you have while you're working with people and allows you to kind of calm down a little bit. Um, I still get the, the, I, it's not nervous energy anymore. It's more excitement. Uh, kind of like a, a horse in the stall waiting for the race to begin. That's how I feel before I speak now. So the real question is, what are you going to do today to create more wholeness in the world? Right? So knowing your spoke, you know, knowing this is important to you and sticking with that, you know, not letting other people change your spoke and not you changing other people's, but you sticking, you know, kind of staying in your lane, if you will. Uh, and then also saying, okay, how can I, how can I honor and value that somebody else is in their spoke, right? And when some sort of pain or wonkiness kind of shows up, whether it might be, you know, in your physical body, your emotions, your relations, whatever that is, ask yourself, what is going to get me to wholeness? And what is going to be the most loving, honoring and respecting thing for myself and for whoever else I'm working with? Okay. I promise you, if you do this and you do this every single day, the world will be a better place. So thank you so much for listening today. I really appreciate it. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.